Weird people like it. Canadians love that shit. He's not Look, Canadian. There's only one I know, Dolph Lundgren. But he's there's European no, and we that's can't fill a pit close. with Dolph Lundgrens. There's only one of them. Just get me a small enough pit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we've heard enough about Would you like a splash pool? <laughs> one <laughs> splash pool of a Dolph Lundgren. I want please. one baby pool of Dolph Lundgren <laughs> and two bottles of baby oil. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Oh, yeah. Shitty cinema is four film masochists that love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave, Casey, and Juice. Oh, hi. Juice, what is our month's theme? This month we're going back in time. We're taking a look at all of our ruined childhoods from the perspective of the age where we probably shouldn't be watching these things or doing them to ourselves again. I think this is a lot like having the best dream ever when you're like eight and then waking up to a cold, wet bed. Okay. Where you're like, no, it was too good to be true. Yep. This week's film was a request by Adam on Facebook. Oh. It's 1987's Masters of the Universe, directed by Gary Goddard, and really the only fucking thing he's ever done in his career, more or less. He's a goat. You yeah, stop at say, the who? pinnacle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you paint the Mona Lisa, you just stop. One and done, baby. Yeah, he should have stopped. All right, Casey, let's get an elevator pitch for this movie. So here's your setup. You were just walking through the park, as you do, and you noticed in this giant hole in the ground some strange electronic device. It's got all these gizmos on it. There's a bunch of buttons that make tunes when you press them. You you think it's one of these new fancy Japanese space bongs. So you've picked it up and started. <laughs> Plus, you can't I'm just so that excited. That's just... the only reason I walk the park is looking for those. Yeah, hoping to find discarded space bongs. Right. So you've picked it up. <laughs> You're fiddling with the buttons on it, trying to find the you know gravity feed release or whatever is going to give you your hit off this. Right. Uh, but suddenly a portal has opened in the sky above you, which is weird because normally that comes after you use. Which the space means bomb. I've already been somehow hitting it. Yeah, you didn't even realize. Right. So it's you've got that about, good. You've got about ten seconds before you get sucked into this portal. In those ten seconds, sell us this movie. Gwildor's ugly mug tries to ruin He-Man's thigh shots. Four seconds. And fairly accurate, I mean, if I might say you so. You didn't have to bring up Gwildor. I'm I... sorry, but that's gonna we're going to be talking about Gwildor oh, later in the episode. It was I'm hard haunted. because he was thigh high. So like every yes. time you like you saw oh. his thighs, and you're like, oh, face. He Gwildor bombed so many shots <laughs> of Dolph Lundgren's taut thighs that it just was like, ugh. Every rose has its thorn. And this, You've got to have a big fat friend. This is too much, Gwildor. Dave, why don't you walk us through the movie that Shitty Cinema watched? All right, so let's take this from the top. The evil Skeletor has taken over the Castle Grayskull and imprisoned the sorceress that controls it. He's trying to use the cosmic key to take over something. Eternia, the universe. <laughs> yeah, the what? Was it? I think. Yeah, it, it, he just wanted Waha. to take over. Right. Yeah, he's the villain. He The key's going to okay. let him control stuff. <laughs> okay. 
It's unclear exactly what he wants to do. We just know it's evil. So He-Man, played by Dolph Lundgren, mm-hmm. breaks into Castle Grey Skull mm-hmm. with his bros. Uh, to- when along the way, they meet a terrifying leprechaun troll, the Ugh. aforenamed Gwildor. 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 Is that what he was? It should yeah. definitely not have been PG-13 with his face on screen. No. It was horrible. It should have been PG-13 with Dolph's thighs on the screen. I was trying to eat. We learned that Gwildor, the terrifying leprechaun troll, is the one who built the cosmic keys and actually still has a prototype himself. That's the the aforementioned Japanese space bong. Yeah, they're not like skeleton keys that you put into a lock and turn. No. No, it looks like an 80s Japanese space bong. Yeah, it's a yep. cylinder with a bunch of buttons all over the side. There's a big red button that turns it on. So, yeah. But I'll be honest, if I could have a bong that played fucking music, goddamn right I'm all about this. I think that's just what a recorder is. They give you those in <laughs> kindergarten. You keep oh, it, and when you're I, old enough, you turn it into a bong. I gotta go find my fucking recorder. I yeah, haven't... you do. Jesus Christ. God. So He-Man and crew are overwhelmed once they get inside the castle, so they use one of the keys to open a portal to Earth uh, just so they can escape. Definitely not so the production could save money on sets. Oh, no, that would never be. Mm -mm. No. He-Man and his gang crash on Earth near a chicken joint where Courtney Cox and her boyfriend Kevin work. Uh, The kids find the cosmic key, which Kevin thinks is a totally sick synthesizer, and he jams out on it in an auditorium. But not a bong. Not a bong. I don't know why nobody else is getting this. Sounds great, guys. They haven't found that feature yet. Kevin leaves with a cosmic key to show his bro just before Skeletor's gang of villains show up to tear the place apart. All action figures available from Mattel. Yeah, I was I was trying to... Okay, I watched this. 1987, take me to KB Toys. Get me some I of guess. that. I want a Beast Man. I want a Blade. I want a Master of Arms. What was the evil chick? One of them was named Grog. Evil Lynn? Tell me I'm wrong. Was her name actually Evil Lynn? Evil Lynn. Like Evelyn, but evil? Right. E-V-I-L hyphen Lynn. So Courtney Cox screams her way past the villains and gets saved by He-Man, who learns that Kevin has got the key now. So Kev Dog meets a cop and takes the cosmic key to the music store. He is such a Kev Dog about the whole cop thing. He is. He's fucking. God, he's such a Kev Dog. For all of my Trekkie nerds out there, it's Tom Paris from Voyager. Yeah, even but a younger and more of a bit. Yeah, yeah. So Kev Dog and the cop get jumped by Skeletor's gang, and then He Man's crew shows up as well. We got a full on gang fight now. Gang war. Ah, West Side Story. Uh, there's a big shootout. The evil queen pretends to be Courtney Cox's dead mom to get her to bring out the cosmic key. <laughs> I got about that. Kind of rude, but I get it. Yeah. I like the juice laughs at that. <laughs> it was, it was... <laughs> dead mom. <laughs> <laughs> they always fall for it. <laughs> they always fall for it. And then they actually fall. <laughs> the evil queen bails with the cosmic key, which she uses to phone home and call up Skeletor and his whole army. Skeletor rocks up through the portal with his robot army. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that wasn't wrong. That was pretty much it, actually. So he kicks everybody's ass while He Man rides around on a hoverboard fighting one random unimportant guy. I still want Tony Hawk's <laughs> Pro Hoverboarder. And also, it's important to mention that part of the time it was an action figure on a plastic <laughs> thing. They were swinging. We got some real great green screen of an action figure we just being held in front of a picture. Potty. 
potty as aerodynamics as well as physics and gravity and just everything. I like it when he has to travel upward and they just rotate his image slightly so that it's at a weird angle and he's moving up <laughs> into the sky. Yeah. So He-Man defeats his one single enemy that he's been chasing down and then immediately volunteers to be taken captive so that his friends don't get killed. Poor decision? Yeah, it's a really poorly planned out fight. Skeletor heads back to Eternia with He-Man held captive, uh, smashing up the backup cosmic key in the process so that all of his friends are now going to be trapped on Earth. Oh no! No! Uh, Kevdog and the Leprechaun work together to MacGyver the busted key with a synthesizer, uh, and then they reenact the ending of Close Encounters and open a portal back to Eternia. <sighs> See, and none of you can give me shit when I listen to Van Halen's jump. That synthesizer might save your fucking life one day. Shut up, Jay. I'd rather die. <laughs> Back on Eternia, Skeletor uses the Sword of Skull to open a magic portal and level up to his special edition Gold Emperor action figure available this Christmas. Ooh, yeah, I want one, though, too. It's mm -hmm. fucking sweet. That helmet, he oh, looks yeah. like Shao Kahn. It's a great look. Oh, yeah? Well, I hope my parents get divorced so I get two. <gasps> Fuck oh. you. What? Oh, if you actually get Castle Skull, I'm all over your house all the time. Thank you. Especially when you have a ghost dad. Then you can fucking just oh, have him God. steal it from uh you. <laughs> Oh, oh what? my God. I'll bring it up full circle, oh, I gotta pick a fight with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up, guys. So the rest of the Scooby gang portals back. A fight erupts. He-Man takes back the sword, fights back saying the famous He-Man line, I have the power. Finally. We're like an hour and 20 minutes in at this point. We're like, no, at we're the like last fight. an hour and 35 minutes. This is an hour and 46 minutes. So we're practically Wait. at the end here. What did you say his catchphrase is? I have the power. Wrong. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. I said, hey, what's going on? That's the catchphrase. The good guys win. Skeletor falls down a Palpatine hole in the castle. He-Man sends Courtney Cox and Kev Dog back home to Earth and Thank even brings God. Courtney Cox's dead parents back to life. Just a little bonus. Yeah, because, oh. you know, you can just manipulate the space-time continuum like that. Uh, I, mm. No problems whatsoever. By the way, actually, I think what happened is she got really, really high the night before and then just imagined the entire yeah, story. She's been hitting that space bong. Mm-hmm. They, her and her boyfriend Tom Paris found the fucking space bong got crazy high and then she imagined that her parents had died and then thought that you know she Every was being chased around you do drugs in the 80s your parents are dead until you come <laughs> down <laughs> I think that's what we should have taken away from this the moral of the story is don't do drugs with people named Kev Dog. Ever. Oh yeah I think that's why especially that's if you're in the state of Florida it will end in your death I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't give him the Prince Adam hair from the cartoon. I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't give us more Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me say, wow. his outfit was working for him in so many ways. It was working for you. It was working for him, but... He's wearing this big ass cape in like little boy shorts. At least half of this. The boy shorts is a very fucking generous like, description. Sexy Victoria's Secret. The girls like were French cut. Like their leg is like the size of their ankle all the way up their body. So like their boy cut <laughs> underwear look, just look like a fat thong. Nope. I get you. Yeah. 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 I think you got that. He had those size underwear on. And, and he had belt straps on yeah, his he, chest. He had like leather oh, belt that. straps to highlight yes. his titties. 
Yes. A God, his boobs were so perky. That was one of the first things he said when he came on screen. That was, was the like, first thing you said. Oh, God. <laughs> there, his boobs. Just boobs were out there. Well, let's be honest. Most of the Dolph we get to see in modern cinema is a little bit older. He's a little bit more shy about taking his shirt off. This is fucking prime Dolph right Yeah, here. no. Yeah, the first I mean, thing this I is typed Ivan Drago. Was, Do- Dolph Lundgren, I'm pretty sure, sure, I'm fucking pregnant. Pregnant <laughs> spelled wrong, by the way. Pregnant. It's, it's a... Pregnant. <laughs> I was blind typing. <laughs> Saw Dolph Lundgren. Now I'm pregnant. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren wasn't the only person with a banging ass outfit. No. Who was the side chick? Evil Lynn. Lynn. No, 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 not Evil Lynn. She, had, I mean, her. What you said? Her wardrobe was forty five pounds. Yeah, forty five. She had pounds. this like I imagine, yeah. metal corset thing on, but had like ice skater onesie sparkle thing on under it so it, it wasn't slutty i would have loved to see it with just the without the body yeah me too yeah it. absolutely i think that's why they it was pg-13 though well I think that yeah it was too banging hot like we and they're selling her. toys case this is the sell toy this is mattel selling you toys i know it'd be a few more years before we saw what's her face's thong in uh marvel versus capcom it was a huge controversy that oh, was yeah, a huge was. controversy and so was cammy's outfit in street, street oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 turbo i think it was i don't know it's fucking a thong. that's the least of our problems i mean we, they, that's they, not they our of, podcast they kind of no it kind of is they skirted that whole rule in this movie they gave sidekick girl a look-alike thong it was like a thong on oh, the no, outside it was just a thong. she was wearing a but you could do anything you wanted as long as you had a bodysuit underneath yep. it so she had a metal fucking thong a metal rod going up her ass <laughs> into a high-waisted bikini thing metal god yeah i bet flat that metal i bet that felt like she was just strapped into one of those upright roller coasters and then stepped <laughs> off or like a 1940s baby swing where they're just like it's fine the baby will support himself <laughs> <laughs> is that how people talked mm-hmm. all right the the wardrobe for this movie looked pretty goddamn cool, but also looked intensely uncomfortable. Okay, but oh, yeah. let's flash back, right? When I was a kid, I fucking loved the wardrobe. This gave me everything I wanted, right? Yeah, yeah. I got to have the sword and sorcery shit, but also, like, if I wanted to be a soldier and also shoot laser fucking beams, I had that futuristic armor going on. But like, full-body spandex was also a thing because right. everybody was coked out and crawling out of their skin, so they needed a constant pressure to feel like they were holding themselves in their skin. This wardrobe was the perfect amalgamation of what I wanted to be when I was a fucking kid. He-Man really does have a great universe for that. A turbo twink? Because <laughs> you can... <laughs> sure, <laughs> probably. You can have like Master of Arms where you're this future soldier guy with a visor and shit, but also just shoulder pieces and a thong is a totally valid battle And a broadsword. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And That's a what laser I'm gun. With, with a laser gun. Right. And, you know, black stormtroopers. Yeah, I mean, the except robots. for the robots. The robots. Oh, oh, that's right. They, right, because of be Ninja humans. Turtle rules. Yeah. yeah. We can't have them killing people, so right. just everybody's a robot. And oh, I didn't know the they were robots. Yeah. Just use humans. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's got to be PG-13. So it's the same reason that the turtles, in, in the Ninja Turtles, the foot are robots, is because killing actual people would raise the rating on it. No, Mattel just didn't want to let them kill people. Wow, so okay. Just, the, the robots Touché. did look like Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. And yeah. Really yeah, yeah. Made yeah. It difficult to take those scenes <laughs> but seriously. if he kind of mixed it with a plague mask because it like jutted out in the front like a duck 
I like that they make no effort, though, to make them as though they're robots. They're clearly just people, people yeah, in suits. In suits. Every once in a while, there's a close-up of some sparks or something when they right. get stabbed, and that's right. it. Fake stormtroopers did not have quite the costume budget that fucking Skeletor did. No, Skeletor oh, looked wow. amazing. He looked yeah. so I, okay. good, but the amazing? mask. The mask, right. They, I mean, think about this. This is I thought they did well. I thought they did well. With did the you mask. really? Yeah. Why? What? What did you like about it? What did? What did they do well? Because it was pretty seamless going from the skull socket to his eyeballs. I will say that when they first showed it and he turned around, it was very still. I'm like, oh, they just put a mask over him, and then he said something and his mouth moved. I'm like, oh, damn. Okay. Like, okay. It was good. Let's describe this mask because it's a fairly expensive cosmetic mask, the kind of thing that you maybe see at a high end Halloween store, and the actor underneath is has his face painted white so as though to blend in with the white of the mask and the mouth opens and he has some fake prosthetic teeth that are that are larger yeah, however kind of fang situation I, I think this is 1987 i think that they could have done better with the costuming because the nose for example is really really poor it yes. looks like you could see fucking through it or he's having difficulty breathing with it and it's really rubbery and around the <laughs> mouth is yeah. really bad too I don't think that I, it's a great fucking Skeletor. It wasn't. Uh, they, could they have done better? Yeah, probably. I mean, there's, yeah, but I've definitely seen it done worse. That's right. what I was like. Yeah. You know what? Given the quality of the rest of this film, I think they did yeah. well with the mask. And he was still able to be fairly expressive in it. So we yeah. got a lot of good acting from that. The eyes looked really good and everything but a close-up. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Which they still did some close-ups that ruined that. In contrast to Gwildor's face. Sure. Oh, Gwildor's a fucking nightmare. That is Gwildor nightmare fuel. is this tiny, what is he, the space gnome that they find that yeah. made the fucking space bong. Yeah. So the, the problem, uh, Gwildor haunts me. When I was a kid, Gwildor haunted me. Yeah, I can't do that I can body see horror. Why. Right. He has these melty cheeks. They look like melted fucking. His face looks plastic. like a melted Wax. testicle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a burn, a hairy a one. burn victim's melted testicle. With That's red really... fucking pube hair. Yeah, I needed that, Dave. Yeah, Straggly. That's what Scraggly. you just watched. And you know it. what? He did try to dress up his pube hair with bread ties at the end of the film. That's true. He's Golden getting, ones. Uh, yeah. Did they get awarded or he just get his fucking hair did? Uh, they were sending back Courtney Cox and Kev Dog. Yeah, yeah uh, it, it was like a ceremony. It was like, yeah. hey, congratulations. And so everybody had to get okay, dressed up. Okay, remember that fucking Masters of the Universe just cribs from other popular 80s films? It is exactly how they ended episode four, A New Hope. Bread yeah, ties? Yep. <laughs> dun, 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 I mean, Chewie got dun, all gussied up. Right, exactly. If Not you think about- bread ties. No, yeah, well, well uh, you no, know, Chewie might have had some bread ties. Don't judge chewy when i want things to look fancy that's how i dress up the boys <laughs> just get some I bread ties that. spray paint them gold did we mention that this is a canon film uh, we have not yet no yeah that's this, also that's important a, this is pinnacle 80s canon film bullshit this okay is, this so, is what canon was building up to yeah basically was this canon's titanic no very I, much I don't, well no. yeah it was their <laughs> it was their more? largest budget no Fun. this was their largest budget and so I'm saying they pop their wad on this one. Yeah, it's their Titanic. The, it, it was their aquatic Titanic, not their cinematic Titanic. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like the In movie. Right. They, I would say this is one of the best pieces they've ever produced. Wow, they lost blood a lot sport. of money on it. I said one of the best, not the best, obviously. Yeah, it's pretty much just this and Bloodsport. That's like yeah, I mean those are the only two. Bloodsport wasn't world. made to sell toys. No, Bloodsport was made to sell JCVD. Bloodsport is a goddamn fucking gem. It is a priceless artifact, Absolutely. and we ought to worship it. I wish they had toys. I wish they had like dim mock fist dildos you could buy. <laughs> Wait, why did? <laughs> 
Why didn't they ever make? Because I mean, think about an action figure that the legs go all the way out for like JCVD splits. Oh my god! Someone in the porn industry, get a hold of Dave on Twitter. Don't, we I don't need like where this, this is to happen. Jean Claude Van Damme, if you can, I listen. We're all happily married, but if you could do this for me. It would still work without anybody getting angry. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't do anything. You We're... can't be mad if I buy a JCVD sex doll. No. Okay, oh, so that... it was it was action figure to sex doll. That was yeah, no, fuck action figures. <laughs> There's no money. You know where the money's at? Follow it. Dim mock fist dildo. I mean, I'd buy a JCVD sex doll, wouldn't a you? A sex doll that does the split? Juice? Um, yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how this, <laughs> the splits really work in my bedroom. Well... <laughs> I'm so sorry for you, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know what what I would want is I would just want like the torso of Chung Lee and have like the boobs that flex every now and again. So like have it on a remote that I could just <laughs> rip rip, and the boobs just kind of do a jiggle. Or if you could program to dance to songs like yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like, bells ringing in, like, like, yeah, yeah, like a visualizer, like why would you choose? Because I would imagine that you, if you're gonna have a Chung Lee sex doll, you dress her up for holidays. She's like by the tree. I would JCVD is not getting put in a closet. What the hell? My family will have to get used I, to it. I just I just minute. can't imagine fucking coming over to your house for Thanksgiving and having like Native American dressed up Chun Li <laughs> sex dolls titties out dancing to some fucking Well first of all to that fucking gonna... awful song that everybody plays around Thanksgiving. Who's the bad guy in Bloodsport? What's his name? Chung Li. Chong Li. Chong Li. Chong Li. Instead, so, I hope they fuck his order up and give him a juice of Chongli sex. <laughs> yeah. Five foot so, two. Chongli. 200 pounds. Just the torso. It's a Bluetooth speaker, and the pecs just bounce in time with whatever you're playing. I love that. Okay. So now we have two products for you, <laughs> mysterious porn donor backer. No, that's, that's three, because we got the JCVD split sex doll. Oh yeah, the Chung-Li festive the... t- dance doll. <laughs> and then the Chung-Li the, the torso. No, the two speaker torso. It's fine, the he doesn't have any legs in real dildo. life. Yet. Don't forget the Dimmock yeah, dildo. Yeah, the Dimmock dildo. God. We're really, we're God. starting, we're just just jump-starting an industry I'm here. sorry, this is going to be our last show. Yeah. Uh, for now, <laughs> there is no money in it. You can donate to our Patreon to help us make a Dimmock dildo we're making a difference in people's lives jcvd we are going to need a mold of your fist please <laughs> question no could you in a word tell me how you feel about gildor fury hate <laughs> I don't, okay okay juice? this isn't german juice could you <laughs> yes i can just take the spaces out uh, alcohol <laughs> j terror that's a good one <laughs> Yeah, that yep. exactly. That I, was my I feelings. Can't. Okay, when I was a kid, his fucking melty face freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. I still haven't gotten over it. I, I don't, he makes me really fucking uncomfortable. You know, I never saw this as a kid, but I did take acid in did the earlier part of my Gildor? 20s. Did you, like yeah, a, did you sweet? Is he like a machine elf? Is that he the gatekeeper he you? No, for but, your trip? But, uh, but I've seen people's faces do that, and no, that's not natural. So yeah, it was a little bit of a flashback for me. It it, was, did they also have that rotten ass mouth that he has when he talks? Ooh. 
Because it looks like there's fucking some disgusting yeah. fucking Who? moss film living in Which there. Which one of you fucking pointed that out? Because that was that was fucking Casey oh pointing it out because I didn't want to talk about it. His I didn't want to focus dirt on mouth, it. He yeah. has dirt foot. He's nasty as it, shit. <laughs> it looked like Jabba the Hutt's tongue inside this guy's mouth. But inside of a teeth. tiny hobbit. A tiny hairy oh, hobbit. And God. Jabba the Hutt had sex, had this awful mutated creature, and that's what fucking Gwildor <laughs> is. You're welcome. Yep. See, it's perfectly 80s. It's combining all that shit. Most of the like really transformative creatures in this movie had an issue where when they were talking, there was just a jaw that would kind of <laughs> flap that didn't correspond with the sounds. Like random snake lady? Yeah, which was fine because most of them didn't have a whole lot of screen time, but Gwildor's fucking ass is like center frame all the time. They're just constantly yelling at him, which I would too, but I would have killed him within <laughs> minutes of Can, having met him. Casey, how did his tiny little hands make you feel? Because they're extra small even comparatively to his body size. Oh, yeah. but they were so like greasy and the fingers didn't work right, so when he was pretending to type in coordinates on the key, he was just like <laughs> flopping his fat sausage fingers with dirty fingernails all over the key. Whoa. It sounded like my Modern day dubs. I just kept yelling. It was mostly yelling, and I hadn't even began drinking yet. Yeah, Casey was alternating between yelling for Dolph to take off his cape and then just <laughs> yelling for Gwildor to get, get off the, the fuck screen. Off of the screen. I need this man to take this cape off. We did get some really good non-cape shots. Oh about my going God. halfway through, pretty much through till the end. When he was in chains and he was being dragged in front of Skeletor. He man in chains. He was bloody. He was a little beat up. Oh, dude. He Dolph leaned into the mother whip. fucking greased up Jesus Christ Lundgren. <laughs> he like he scooted his butt in the way of the whip. He's like, oops. Ooh. Hey, that happened. <laughs> oh. We were all here for it. I saw it. Um, we got to see Skeletor's vinegar strokes. We got to see basically the whole room's vinegar strokes because oh, it's yeah. just but I mean, we got a to young see Dolph Lundgren writhing. For, for you guys out there that have had that erection where you can't really move, we got to see Skeletor in that that stance, like <laughs> holding onto a pole. Just nope, I'm I'm gonna move him. He like almost right licked here. and bit the pole. Like, he was, <laughs> there was so much tension where he's like, you can't yes. show him how much you want it. Oh, your fucking employees are here. You little bit Genghis Khan. Oh my god. It was really truly a love story between Skeletor and He-Man. And they were both trying to like dodge their friends in circles. So th it was a forbidden love. That was the movie that I watched. Skeletor just really loved He-Man and wanted to be with him. If you have not watched the Mike Snow music video, Genghis <laughs> Khan, it's that. please watch it afterwards. And it will explain this movie. It's the James Bond version of this film. I mean, that's why at the end, Skeletor gets all dressed up. He's ready for a marriage. He's trying to commit. He's wearing that sweet-ass gold helmet. I mean, that's a traditional marriage helmet for skeletons, obviously. Yeah, for Eternia, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It also doubles as a candelabra. Oh. <laughs> Very Wait, romantic. Function and form. Man, I want to see the Brokeback Grayskull Mountain movie <laughs> before this. Dumping hot wax from his candelabra hat onto He-Man. <laughs> Just pours out of the horn. Just, I've been feeling fine, baby. So we poke the hole out of the wax where his nipple was, and that's where we put the wax. <laughs> Buy this from my Etsy store. Is that why Dolph didn't have a nipple at the end of the movie? He just had the areola? Yeah. They were 
solving mysteries Turgid here. AF at points in that film. I didn't know they could be innies. <laughs> <laughs> what? I only tracked in a couple scenes. Obviously, you were keeping a lot closer attention to that one. I mean, he one. looked like a lactating possum. <laughs> His shit was just out there 24-7. Damn it, you're right. Well, thank you. They're marsupials. Really quick, oh. I want to talk about something. What's that? Right. This had a bit of action. Yeah. This had a, a oh. decent... It was okay. Yeah, there was, was a lot of firecrackers and lasers. Yeah, there was the battle in the music store. Yeah, there yeah, was a lot of fire sword shit. fighting. Yep, there was, there was a, a lot, lot of sh- shooting. Yeah. They destroyed a bunch of fucking instruments. I yeah. was really butthurt about that. Yeah, yeah. Juice got really triggered over they, that. They, so they started the first big fight that they really had was in a school the auditorium. And oh, okay, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're Before shooting the up. Shootout, they right. shoot up the piano and this guitar and this drum set. And then the next, I don't know, second or third after that, they're battling in a music shop. So they went from destroying some instruments to fucking wrecking I don't even know how many. The robots start the fight by running through the fucking jump, I should say, jumping, jumping through yeah. the fucking window. window, smashing it, and just kicking over a bunch of drums, hanging guitars, acoustic guitars. The best part is when the Master of Arms threw a fucking grenade into a bucket full of foot oh, pedals yeah. for a bass drum, <laughs> it made it a just fucking, making like, a claymore in grenade. the middle of the fucking music store, yeah. which would kill everyone in the fucking room. Foot pedal 100%. claymore. Hey, fucking Dolph longer and jumps away from it he's sexy obviously <laughs> yeah my god look at his thighs they rub together that's sexy <laughs> it's, it's called friction i can't wait to find out absolutely thick, th- thick thighs make the clit rise that is not thick a thighs thing make the clit rise. we're never gonna make it a thing whether or not you think aliens could make a good meat substitute i need to know one thing juice of course they would Masters of the Universe. Would you watch it again? This is, you know, this was a treat. I'd I'd never seen this movie before. It was enjoyable. You know, had my reservations until I heard that it was a canon film. Then everything made sense. I got to see a lot more of Dolph Lundgren, and that was really enjoyable. I did not get to see enough of Courtney Cox. That was a bad tick. Yeah. But being a Trekkie, and they had some, you know, relatively big names from Star Trek canon, I would have to say, yeah, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to watch this again. Nice. So, Jay, I know you've seen this on multiple occasions. Yeah. Would you sit down and watch it again? One of my favorite moments from the movie is when, and and Frank Langella, Langella really plays into Skeletor. He has a lot of fun. In fact, he said it was one of his favorite roles that he ever set. He that did he ever incredible. played. He did incredible. He does incredible. And he he says how sensitive you are. Can you feel this? And then closes his eyes and breathes deeply. And it's fucking it's so beautiful. He's so committed to the part. I I really I had warm and fuzzy feelings going into this. I was really excited to watch it. I loved it. I had a fucking blast. I laughed. It's ridiculous. It's not a good movie. But you <laughs> bet your fucking balls, Juice. I'm gonna be watching Masters of the Universe again. God damn right. Dave, would you watch it again? All right. Before I answer that, I I do want to clarify something, Casey. When you say aliens can make a good meat substitute, do you mean aliens could synthesize some sort of like vegan meat substitute, or we can? Eat no, we're fucking eating aliens. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The first one. Okay. But I'm not opposed to the second one either. Gotcha. As for Masters of the Universe, this is one that I also watched a lot as a kid, though I hadn't watched it in years and years. And I just had, you know, vague memories of toy associated things with the movie. I was a little worried coming into this that it was going to be a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles situation where it doesn't age super well. And a lot of it didn't. 
I always forget about how much time they waste on fucking Earth in this movie Ugh, when they have the so awesome bad. land of Eternia available to yes. them. Yes. Uh, but Dolph Lundgren is fantastic, and I really like him as He-Man. He has some fun with it. Skeletor is great. I, overall, I think it's a pretty fun movie, and the parts of it that didn't age all that well are easy enough to just kind of slide past. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I would definitely watch Masters of the Universe again. Damn straight. Casey, you're over there making some Gwildor fans. Uh, This wasn't your movie, but you uh, teed it up for us. Are you going to watch Masters of the Universe again? Wildor's going to shave his pubes over your coffee in the morning. (laughs) Oh, God, no. No. (laughs) Yeah. Wildor's a fucking freak. His his Um, pubes or his pubes pubes? His pubes pubes, obviously. Listen, this movie had a lot to offer. And it had a lot that it should also be ashamed of. <laughs> it dressed Courtney Cox in a jean jacket made of pants. No, oh, I forgot about was that. A, I can never not think about it. It's a fucking the jean jacket. The collar is the waistband of the pants. There's like 38 to 5,000 buttons on the jacket that are all like jean buttons. They're not little buttons. Jean Mm-mm. ass buttons. Good luck, long hair. Thank God you had a fucking like growing out pixie cut <laughs> because that shit is my nightmare. My absolute nightmare. And when... Dolph Lundgren first meets Courtney Cox in her denim monstrosity. The first thing he says is, don't worry, I won't hurt you. Like, first of all, bitch, I want you to hurt me. Have you seen yourself? <laughs> Fuck yes, I would watch this movie again. It, had, I mean, it went long spurts without Dolph Lundgren on the screen, but... When he was there, was we were all there. It. We were on the edge of glory. Like, mm. what a way to close out the month. I I'm, agree. I'm not ready to close it out. No. Well, you better close your fucking legs yeah, because the verdict is in. Four out of four of us are going to sit down and watch Masters of the Universe again, guys. I agree with all of you. I think that all of our cinemites should go out and watch it at least once. And if you've seen it before, fucking watch it again. And it's free on YouTube. Yeah, that, that, is, free that, on is, YouTube. that is a premium thing. God wants you to be happy yeah. and enjoy this film. Like legal free, not the nobody yeah. cares free. Yeah, no, no. This <laughs> yeah. Is like YouTube is like, this is a gift. Sometimes we with, do charity. Share it with someone you love or someone you don't like a lot kind of like this podcast yeah just saying yeah you can share it with me case what are we doing next month next month is look who's talking month what what is it the dog is it the cat is it the horse it's critters fucking calling you out on your bullshit so join us next week for look who's talking now motherfucker thank you guys so much for listening if you like this please share this with someone else or someone you don't like I mean anybody anybody that has a Wi-Fi connection I mean you can tell the crazy guy who's off the grid but it's not really going to help us much Mm, whatever you know you find a Bluetooth speaker in pairing mode just hook up to that podcast dreams (laughs) he probably doesn't care to hear about our podcast but find someone who does we recommend connecting your phone to a speaker system that you don't technically have the rights to and broadcasting our podcast over it. My neighbor still hasn't set up their soundbar, so that's where most of our new listens have come. I was wondering. Well, guys, check out the Facebook page at sh.ttcinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, and that's PPL. Now let us go find a space bong in a graveyard and blast off to Eternia. It kind of sounds like we're going to die. Overdose on (laughs) weed? Google it. Bye-bye.